are Locked On Diamondbacks, your daily Arizona Diamondbacks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locks on Diamondbacks podcast. You're part of the Locks on Podcast Network. Your team every day listening to the always wonderful and charismatic host of this podcast, Miller Thomas. I'm a multimedia journalist and I'm a graphic designer, so please go check out my website, MillerThomas24.myportfolio.com. On there, you can see all my latest work from my packages to my articles to my photos and my graphic design. Don't forget to follow me on my newly verified personal Twitter account at CreatorThomas24. Or don't forget to follow the podcast handle too at Locked On Well, not at Locked On Diamondbacks, but if you search up Locked On Diamondbacks on both Twitter and Instagram, you'll for sure find the podcast handle. Now, on today's pod, we got Janton Shorter the second on, who you've heard multiple times during my Spotify green rooms. We're doing our MLB All-Star selections now that we got the finalists for the All-Star game. So we're going to go through the National League first on today's pod. And on tomorrow's pod, you're going to hear the American League selections. But today's pod is the National League. But before we get to that, I want to talk to you guys about Spotify green room because this episode is brought to you by Spotify green room. Download the app and join me this weekend as I'll go live after the D-backs win. So follow me to get in on the action. Spotify Green Room. Now, let's get into the all-star selections for the National League with Janton Shorter II. Welcome back. All right, back on the pod once again. I think he'll make another appearance soon to give some second-half predictions because if you've listened to him on Spotify Green Room, he's been kind of spot-on with his D-backs predictions. But today, we're doing our MLB All-Star picks, both the American League and the National League. And with me today on the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast is Janton Shorter. What, is it the second or third? The second. Janton Shorter, the second. Janton. Say what's up to the listeners. How are you doing, Lockdown fans? Happy to be back for my third uh, appearance on the podcast. I usually am on, on the weekends, Sundays, for the green room. Happy to be here, Miller. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, and it's probably uh, it's probably three too many times that you've been on here, but that's okay. Wow. Wow. Ridiculous. Just the disrespect is unreal. We're starting off with some slander today. I'm just going to close your window. We don't need to see you. Yeah, no worries. No worries. We don't need to see you. We're here talking. You're in the car. I can't see you anyway because... Uh, not a visual medium. No, this is this is not a visual medium. So let me make sure. All right, I got my first base loaded up. Boom. All right, we're going to start with the American... Uh, no, you know what? Since this is a National League podcast, we'll start with the National League, JT. You're a fan of the Phillies. We're going to go position by position in the National League talk to the finalists and decide who we think should be starting the MLB all-star game because there's only one day left in voting voting ends tomorrow before they announce the all-star selections, the starters at least And each position group has three finalists left. And we're going to be going through each finalist in each position group and JT we're starting off with first base in the national league. The options are Freddie Freeman, Max Muncie, 
Anthony Rizzo, how do you think you're leaning? Personally, I think Max Muncy has to be the selection. Um, right now, he's leading all the first baseman in average and RBIs and OPS. Um, I think he's just having a better season overall. I know Freddie Freeman has been on that solid Braves team who's having a great year this year, but I think you have to give it to the Dodgers. Um, Max Muncy's having an awesome year, and hopefully he continues that on through the All-Star game and as well as the second half of the season. Uh, I mean, I don't think we want to see him continue it on. He's a L.A. Dodger, so we could care <laughs> less what he does. But I'm going to have to agree with you on your selection. Uh, this one, I think, is a close one. But when you really dive into the numbers, like you said, Max Muncy leads a lot of categories uh, for first baseman. And really looking at the first base category this season, uh, it, it's really not that strong of a list for the National League. I mean, Freddie Freeman's a beast, but he's not having a phenomenal season. Uh, last time I did this, I think he was only batting in the 240, so he's raised his average a little bit. But that was a guy who was an MVP in 2020. Has just not been the same kind of guy this year. Pete Alonso's not even a finalist. He hasn't been the same caliber of player he was when we saw him hit 50-plus home runs. Anthony Rizzo, uh, his average has fallen way down. I, I think he was a guy who was hot to start the year, but hasn't really continued it so really i think the kind of clear choice once you really talk through it has to be muncie he like you said leads in ops 264 average is not that high and actually i think among all qualified first basemen paven smith actually leads the position in batting average if you could believe that but oh, only wow. two, he's only batting 270 on the year but that lets you know how weak the position is and he's played mostly outfield this season but Listed on listed as a first baseman on MLB.com, leads a position group in average. So we'll take that as D-backs nation. Don't have a lot going for us, but yeah, I would have to lean with Max Muncy as well. And right now the Dodgers, uh, there's some controversy, JT. I don't know if you heard about the the Trevor Bauer story, but it looks like oh, uh, yes. looks like looks like uh, Trevor might be out for a little while, a couple games uh, at least. Uh, probably longer this. than that. We'll see what this investigation holds. Uh, it's going to, I mean, this, this is, you know, a big reason why people don't like Trevor Bauer. And this is the most serious allegations we've seen go against him. So we'll let for all the facts come out before we jump to any conclusions. But right now it's not looking good for Mr. Bauer, but let's move on. I, I don't know if you could really segue from that conversation, but we're going to try to <laughs> transition. <laughs> yeah. Let's move on to second base now. And this one is an interesting position because when I did this with Ben Caspic of locked on giants, I actually didn't even have Adam Frazier among my top three. I had Ozzy Albee starting at jazz Chisholm as a reserve. And I had Gene Segura as a reserve. I gave Frazier mm. consideration, but I didn't have him on my ballot. But sitting here today, I think I'm going to go with Adam Frazier as my starting second baseman for the National League. How about you? I'm still going to go with Ozzy Albies, Millard. Um, he's just having a great year overall. I know Frazier is kind of taking, taking the lead over a lot of the stat categories, but Ozzy Albies overall has just been a better player, I feel. Um, he leads that Braves team offensively, and it's kind of just keeping them in the race, honestly, with the Mets and that tough NL East division. Uh, I don't think the NL East, I think the NL East is kind of overrated. I mean, let me check in on it right now because last time I, mean, I compared looked, to the NL West, what are we talking about, Miller? What are we talking about? Or are you saying which division the is better? The are, yeah, which division is better compared well, con to well, considering, the D-backs are considering, struggling in the last place, Miller. I know we're big D-backs fans here on the pod. 
We got to be real with ourselves. Well, considering not even contenders, considering the Mets who are in first place would be eight games behind the third place team in the NL West. I'm going to go with the NL West as a better team. (laughs) Okay. Mets at 41 wins. The Padres at 48 wins. So it's not a game uh, lead, but if the Mets were in the NL West, they wouldn't even be sniffing first place and they are currently in first and guess what you want to know how bad the nl east is the mets are in first place plus 16 run differential the miami marlins last place 12 games under 500 they have the same run differential as the mets plus 16 so how is the team in last place 12 games under 500 have the same run differential as the team in first place that just shows you how competitive that league is miller that just shows you how competitive the league is it tells you runs don't matter it's all about pitching what? Okay. Well, you need pitching to not give up runs. So I, <laughs> I think runs does not matter. probably do matter. But Adam Frazier, I'm going with because he doesn't have the eye-popping numbers like the home runs or the RBIs, but he's just absolutely killing it in average, 327. He has a pretty high OPS, 865. And that's because this dude leads all qualified second baseman in doubles. So he's absolutely, he's got the gap power down. He doesn't have the raw power, uh, the over-the-fence power, but he's got the gap power. And the dude does not strike out. Leads the position group and strikeout percentage means it's the lowest strikeout percentage among all second basemen in the National League. So I'll give it a Frazier for now. The Pirates don't have a lot going for them. They're in a similar boat to the Arizona Dimebacks. So I'll give it a Frazier. And let's just point out real quick, Gavin Luck should be nowhere near this list. This is all about D-backs, uh, not D-backs, Dodgers, homerism, just fan voting because Gavin Luck should not even be in the top 35 of second baseman right now for the all-star game. I don't even care if there's only 30 teams in the national <laughs> league or excuse me, only 15 teams in the national league. So that's, that's even worse for Gavin Lux, but JT let's move on third base. We got some candidates. I think this is a really close one. Arnado, Chris Bryant, Justin Turner, three finalists. Where are you leaning? Janton and I will continue our all-star selections, but This episode is brought to you by Green Room. Green Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. I'll be hosting rooms for Locked On Diamondbacks once a week. Yes, you can finally join in on the conversation you listen to here every day. Green Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league. You'll find fans just like you on Green Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to big news or rumors. You will have a chance to chat with me and might even have a chance to be featured on the Locked on Diamondbacks podcast through our Green Room conversations. Be sure be sure to join me this weekend as I'll go live after the D-backs win. Go download the free Green Room app now. Currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the MLB group for the latest league updates. Follow me, at Miller Thomas, to be notified when my room goes live. I know you won't want to miss it. I'm planning to be live this weekend after the D-backs win. I can't wait to hear everyone's thoughts on the D-backs. See you there. Green Room, changing the way we talk about sports. All right, all right, all right. Let's get back to that conversation with Janton Shorter.
it's very close, but I have to go with Arenado personally. He's a stellar on offense and on defense. When you're watching the All-Star game, you don't only want to see balls being hit over the fence, but you want to see stellar defense out there mm. against the top com- top competitors. Not saying Justin Turner or Chris Bryant are not good defensive players, but Arenado is a star out there. Um, so I think for an All-Star game, I want to see Arenado, even though it's a close race. Um, some guys might have better stats than him, but I want to see him on defensive side of the ball as well as offense. I don't know if you've ever seen an NBA All-Star game, JT, but there's no defense being played. But this is not the NBA. This is professional pitchers, top pitchers out here, probably trying to throw a no-hitter for their three outs of pitching. Not going to be too many home runs hit, personally. Have you ever watched the Pro Bowl, JT? Have you ever watched an MLB All-Star game? (laughs) There's no defense played in the The scores are about three to two. That's only because the M, uh, MLB All-Star game actually meant something. You got to have... Well, unfortunately, we're not talking about the NBA or the Pro Bowl. We're talking about the MLB where it matters. All These right. pitches are going in and dealing. I'm All giving right. you the fan perspective. We want to see the NL come out with the win, do we not? I I'm mean... For the D-backs push to make it back. Do the D-backs the care place? who wins? <laughs> well, the D-backs are just trying to figure out which, which, which of their bench players are they sending as a representative. <laughs> I did that topic on yesterday's pod. Josh Rojas or Paven Smith. Those are the two options. Ketel Marte, he's missed like... He's only played like 35 games this season. Carson mm-hmm. Kelly's going to be out through the All-Star break with a fractured wrist. So it's going to be Paven Smith or Josh Rojas in the All-Star game. And I guess uh, I gave it to Josh Rojas yesterday. That could change with Paven Smith. I mean, I did say Smith leads for all first basemen qualified and average and average. So we'll see what happens. But for this selection, third base, and let's uh, and let's remind the folks who are the finalists. We haven't really been doing that. So for we have first base, Nolan Arenado, excuse Chris me, Chris Bryant, and Justin. Turner. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for, well, I was going to go through the top for the first base. It's Freeman, Muncie, Rizzo. Second base, Albie's, Frazier, Lux. And now we're on third base, Arenado, Bryant, and Turner. And just like you, JT, I'm going to go with Arenado. Now, I don't think Arenado is having an Arenado type season. This guy is what arguably the best third baseman in all of baseball. He's having a little bit of a down year by his standards, but even a down year for Arenado is still an all-star campaign. Still got a ton of home runs, 16 to lead that position. Crushes the position in RBIs, which I think is kind of important. I still value the RBI. OPS, he's crushing it as well. The 267 average is not that great. But Arenado also strikes out the uh, the least amount of times of the whole group. And I still value strikeouts. There's still philosophy. There's like a growing philosophy in baseball that all outs are created equal. I'll still rather have a guy that puts the ball in play than strikes out at the plate so because of that i'm going with nolan arenado as my starting third baseman in the national league but now let's move on to shortstop jt the finalists are Baez, javier Baez, that is brandon crawford of the giants and fernando tatis jr who do you got so as much as i don't like this man just because his defense is oh very my poor, God. i already know flashy this guy i gotta go with tatis his numbers are off the charts leading the league kind of in too many categories, honestly. Probably flash being the most, but and probably errors also. Um, but Fernando Tatis is just a he's just a stud player. Um, for being so young and getting paid so much now, he is kind of living up to it offensively at least. Um, probably gonna be one of the fan favorites down there for All Star Fest and or sorry, Fan Fest and now that COVID's over and just overall just a great player. I'd love to watch him hit. 
So gotta go with Tatis Jr. on this one. I thought you just said you don't like Tatis. Now you're saying I don't like him, but it's about the fans. It's not about me. It's about the fans, Millard. Well, it's all about the fans. So they're gonna want to see Tatis play. We respect the integrity that you're doing for this all-star exercise. And yes, I think Tatis is the obvious answer here. Like you said, he's just crushing it in most categories. 296 average, 26 bombs, 1088 OPS. And I think a stat that's kind of underrated, he's got 16 stolen bases as well. I still value the stolen base too. It's one of those stats are just kind of fading away. Not a lot of teams steal bases anymore. Fernando Tatis is getting after it on the base paths, but I do want to bring up a name here uh, who I think deserves some love because he should have been a finalist over Baez because Baez's numbers, he's got 18 home runs, but 744 OPS to 227 average. That doesn't cut it for the all-star game when you have someone like Trey Turner sitting out mm. there who has 14 home runs on the season, which is very good by his standards. 18 stolen bases to lead the position. A 318 average leads the position. 879 OPS, second to only Tatis. I don't know how Trey Turner is not on this final ballot. And let me tell you this as well, JT. I don't know if you saw today. Trey Turner got his third cycle of his MLB career, tied for the most among any player in MLB history now. Three cycles yeah. So. For being a shortstop, he's a speed demon. I will give him that. Uh, yeah. Very, very fast player. Yeah. Yeah. One of the fastest in baseball. So I, I, I mean, they track that now. I'd have to go look at baseball savant to see who they have. Uh, I mean, I could do it real quick. Let's see baseball savant. So we look at a sprint speed. Who do you think is the fastest player in baseball? I know, uh, usually one of the lead, uh, league leaders in sprint speed is actually the D backs, Tim LaCastro. I think he's been top three, like the last three seasons. Wow. Um, I honestly can't even tell you. I know Trey Turner is probably top five, um, but I don't think people, like you said before, people don't steal enough bases now, so you can't really see that speed be put on display, um, unfortunately. Mm, unfortunately. You will hear me tell Janton Shorter, the league leaders in sprint speed. But first, did you know Bilt Bar has nine delicious flavors? They got coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. There's a flavor for everyone. And the reason why I love Bilt Bar is because I'm a health conscious guy. I work out every day, but I have a sweet tooth and Bilt Bar tricks me. I think that I'm eating a candy bar when in reality, I'm actually eating a protein bar that's low in calorie, low in sugar, but it's high in protein and it's high in fiber. So it's great for that keto diet. If you go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCK15, you'll get 15% off your first order. Promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing and can track all the action at BetOnline. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device. Check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Promo code locked on. All 
All right, all right, all right. Let's wrap up the pod. Looking at the sprint speed leaders, uh, if you if you just go by minimum 10 opportunities, which is not a lot, pretty small sample size, Trey Turner's number three. If you do at least 100 opportunities, he actually moves up to number one. But wow. if you do a small sample size, he's number three. So either way, he's going to be top five. And with at least 10 opportunities, Tim LaCastro, number two. So still wow. up there. So look at that. Still up there. I mean, he did set the MLB record for most consecutive stolen bases without being caught. He's got his cleats in the Hall of Fame. So put some respect. <laughs> on Tim LaCaster's name, but consensus I think is going to be Fernando Tatis is going to be one of the handful of easiest selections uh, doing this exercise, but let's move on to catcher JT. I think this is another easy one as well. The finalists are Wilson Contreras, Yadier Molina and Buster Posey. Who do you have? So personally, Miller, back when we had Derek Jeter, we had Mariano Rivera. We got to go with Molina. He's coming up on what? the end of his career. I want to see Yachty. The heck are you plate. talking about? I want to see Yachty behind the dish. I know Pose has got great numbers. He sat out last year when he had the baby, didn't stick it through for COVID. Sad to see. But Yachty's got to be in Yachty's got to be in there. One of his last possible all-star games, probably, uh, as his career comes to an end. I want to see Yachty out there. I don't know about you, Miller. The hypocrisy. You just said you chose Tatis because of the integrity of the exercise and because he's deserving. That's what the I didn't say the integrity. I said for the fans. The fans also want to see Yachty. I don't want to see Posey out there for his probably fourth all-star game where he hits probably a single and goes home. Yachty's swinging for the fences even though he might strike out three times. It would be a seventh all-star game actually for Buster Posey. Uh, I just looked it up and that's the correct answer for anyone listening. Buster Posey, Yadier is the complete wrong answer. I mean, Posey, 330 <laughs> average, crushes Molina's 254. He's got 12 home runs compared to Molina's seven. He's probably played more games too. And a 978 OPS. Posey is crushing it and is by far the best catcher in the National League right now. So that was a really bad choice by JT, but he's known for the hot take. So we're going to move on and just forget that he made the Molina selection. And we're going to move to outfield, JT, as we got a loaded outfield in the National League. We got Ronald Acuna, Mookie Betts, Nick Castellanos, Bryce Harper, your guy, Jock Peterson, Juan Soto, Chris Taylor, Jesse Winker, and Mike Yastrzemski. And for me, this was actually an easy one as well. But how about you, JT? So for me, Millard, I know Castellanos is having a great season. Oh my God. Probably one of his best, but I probably won't put him in there. What? I will put Winker, Acuna, and Harper because I'm a Phillies guy. Got to see some Phillies um, players out there who can start. He's still a fan favorite just from the headband to the cleats. He's always going to do it, be a great time, even though he might not hit a home run. Um, but I do not want to see two uh, Cincinnati Reds in the game at the same time. That's not fair to the rest of the players out there. You want to see you want to see Pavin Smith over one of the Reds players if you could, no? Well, it's not about being fair. Pavin Smith isn't a finalist. This is about who's starting the MLB All-Star game. And right now, again, JT given the incorrect pick. So I'm gonna come You're in and clean it up. I'm, I'm gonna come in and clean it up for him because Acuna was the correct choice, but the other correct choices 
Nick Castellano, of course, who leads outfielders in average, 344. Uh, second in OPS to his teammate, Jesse Winker, who is also going to be on the All-Star team. The outfield for the NL All-Star game will have two Cincinnati Reds. And they're both top three in voting right now. So if the voting ended today, they would both be in the outfield. I mean, they're absolutely crushing it. And they're both probably going to finish, what, top three in MVP voting, maybe in the National League. I would have to go oh, down. Sure. And uh, I would have to go down and go through the numbers, but those two are probably going to be in there. Bryce Harper, I think he can make it as a reserve, but I feel like he's missed a, a decent amount of games this year. Uh, maybe I'm wrong on that, but only 22 RBIs. I'm seeing that that would lead me to believe he hasn't played a ton of games this year. Maybe Juan Soto as a reserve as well. Maybe even a Chris Taylor who had as a reserve when I did the all-star picks with Ben Caspic not too long ago, but this is an easy one. Ronald Acuna, Nick Castellanos, and Jesse Winker. So that wraps up the NL portion of our all-star selections. But JT, just from doing this exercise, what do you think the toughest calls are for all-star selections among the finalists for the National League? I think it's definitely going to be tough um, as far as that third base position as well as that second base position. Um, a lot of tough contenders on the NL team, so we'll see what the fans decide to do as we wrap up NL voting for the All-Star game. Yeah, and let's just pray you're not the one voting because <laughs> was, you had some pretty questionable picks. I'm not going to lie to the listeners, but yeah, I would have to say second base was tough. Frazier leads it right now, but... Look, it depends what you like at second base. If you like more of that pop sizzle, I think Ozzy Albies is probably your guy, but Frazier is definitely killing it in OPS and average. Uh, I think third base uh, was pretty close as well. We both gave it to Arenado, but when I first did it, I had Justin Turner, and he's still right there, better average, better OPS than Arenado, despite Arenado leading it right now. Uh, I think the outfield was pretty easy, shortstop easy, catcher easy. So I would definitely say second base and uh, short or second base and third base were definitely the two hardest. First base, uh, it, it's a it's hard when you first look at it, but once you start talking it through, I think Max Muncy kind of separates himself from the rest of the pack. So. That wraps up the NL portion of the All-Star Selections. That's it for this edition of the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Paskowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at CreatorThomas24 for my personal account. Or look up Locked On Diamondbacks on both on both Twitter and Instagram. I almost forgot what I was going to say there for a second. And don't forget to come back tomorrow where we're going to do the American League selections for the All-Star Game. Janton Short and I are going to go through the finalists once again and make our picks. Of course, Janton's going to have some atrocious picks for the All-Star Game. Don't want to miss it. And as always, stay safe and stay healthy. Deuces!